0: Hi there, welcome back. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is Behind the Pixel, my name is Will.
1: My name is Catherine.
0: And this is the podcast, an Open Pixel Studios podcast where we try to bridge the knowledge gap between those who buy creative content and those who make it. Right. And we just had an excellent conversation with Kelsey Bracewell. She's the safety education and instruction director at the American Canoe Association. They're a nonprofit in Virginia doing some fantastic work. We've done some work for them over the past ooh, six years,
1: six, six <laughs> you years. You were going into like a say nine years, yeah.
0: So, well, so the thing is that this this client has been with us f- from before we started OpenPixel. Correct, yeah. So they've, they've been a really good contact, a really good partner mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And we've learned a lot from them as a, Organization.
1: Yeah, when was the last time you were on a canoe?
0: When was the last time I was on a canoe? <sighs> the last time I was on a canoe, Yes. I fell into the Charles River. I don't even <laughs> wanna talk about this.
1: So would you say that uh, you weren't paddling safely?
0: Not at all, ah, not at see? all, yes.
1: And so um, since then, that was before you met But you know what, you I did met have Kelsey. my life jacket on. Oh, that's good.
0: That's that's Well, they tell you that you have to have it on, but oh, but true. it's good that I had it because my swimming. It's not that good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Case in point, I think we've learned a lot from Kelsey over the years of how to not only paddle safely in the water, but how to just be a good partner in terms of our relationship with her. So yeah, yeah, really enjoyed the conversations we've had.
0: Really excited to get into this one. Please join us along for the ride.
1: Yeah. And a quick aside here. So this is an interview format, which just to kind of recap very quickly, we have a couple different ways in which we're doing this podcast. The first is a, uh, we call it BYB as a category, which is sort of before you buy. Before you begin. And before you begin, yeah. Pick the
0: B that matters most to you. (laughs) Sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's basically educational content around before you even go into the process of thinking about, you know, using animated content for your different marketing channels. Yeah.
0: And eventually we'll get to more creative mediums, you know, Print is still a thing. People are still oh, doing design work and stuff like that on, mm-hmm. on static places. So we will get into those with other people, which brings us to the next set of episodes, which is a production episode. We're going to start doing production episodes, which go sort of a little bit deeper into what happens when we start doing production and mm-hmm. and what kinds of questions and things pop up when you're in the thick of it.
1: Um, oh, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: And then this category that we have right now is our one-on-one interviews with previous clients and potential clients and just people that we've met in our industry, creatives, all over the place to just have conversations about everything that we've been discussing through yeah. the other episodes that we have.
0: Yeah, usually what I found is they, they fall into two categories, like conversations and production management and, and kind of the management side of stuff, and then the creative side stuff, mm-hmm. what happens with the medium and how, how do you how do they utilize the medium in different ways. Right, um, so different it's been challenges with it, yeah. 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 It's been interesting to see. And you'll hear from Kelsey too, some of the ways that they're using animation in some of their educational content. So it's, it's gonna be really good.
1: Yeah, well, without further ado, let's jump in. Let's go. Let's dive in.
0: We're here. We're joined with Kelsey Bracewell, who mm-hmm. is also here. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah. Going along for the ride. Going
0: along for the ride. <laughs> I'm going to start with this. Can you share with our audience what the ACA does, the American Canoe Association, and what you do specifically at that organization?
2: Yes, I'm, I most certainly can. Thanks, Will. <laughs> 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 Again, um, I work for the ACA, the American Canoe Association, and it is a national nonprofit, That was organized to uh, serve, you know, the broad paddling public, people interested in water sports. Um, And we do so by providing education related to all aspects of paddling, every kind of craft, paddle craft you can think of, um, stewardship and public policy support to protect, you know, clean water and paddling environments. And then we Mm -hmm. sanction a whole bunch of different programs, events and competitions, you know, to promote exploration and recreation amongst everybody. And we're based here in Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is where I am right now. Um, And being the oldest member-based paddling organization in the country, we have a huge network of volunteers and of local affiliated clubs and organizations, outfitters, um, and people like that. And amongst that vast population are, you know, Families and introductory paddlers, brand new people, all the way up to elite level competitors and racers. And that's due in part to the fact that the ACA is the national governing body for Olympic and Paralympic paddle sports. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so fantastic to have people that we educate the first time they ever get in a boat and people who are racing in the Olympics or the
0: Paralympics. Mm. So
2: all of those volunteers, all those athletes, all those paddlers bring together a really diverse community.
1: That's That's very cool. cool. It kind of sounds a little bit too like I imagine that like technology is sort of changing a little bit of what types of crafts can be made and and what types of hybrid events you can put together. I'm curious a little bit too because I imagine you do this within your role. So can you tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like and how you're maybe both incorporating technology and sometimes not technology being that (laughs) a lot of the work you do is like out in the wilderness, out right. in the the real world, as we might call it, in, in the animation <laughs> side of things. What is the real world? That's not the point of this <laughs> today.
2: But, but yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, the ACA does so many things. You know, in education, and competition, and public policy, and all these different products and services that we offer. And I happen to be the director of the education department. And so, amongst all that community that I described earlier, we have a network of ten thousand or so. Mm -hmm. certified instructors and trip leaders and facilitators that deliver all this programming to the public and to their clubs and to, you know, whomever. And so I work a lot with the curriculum that those individuals use, the classes Mm -hmm. that they teach, the people they certify, the insurance that they use, all the different pieces that come together that people that do this just for fun volunteer their time, like I said, for clubs, for youth organizations, for the scouts, for whoever that is. And then those Mm -hmm. who use this as their livelihood, you know, so those resources that come from the education department in the past used to be, you know, brochures and pamphlets and photographs and, you know, curriculum documentation, things like that. And we've had the unique opportunity to work with y'all to come out with some online coursework, some infographics, Mm -hmm. some ads, some all sorts of stuff you know, because a lot of this experiential learning, the hands on classes and and training that people take is remarkably valuable and hard to beat, but you can't reach everybody all the time. And so having the opportunity to take some coursework online, having the opportunity to watch a video online gives people more access to the tools that they need to explore this as a potential opportunity to try a new activity.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I I think you alluded to this in our First recording of this that was (laughs) never recorded, but you're working with a small team, I assume, and you're doing like a lot of things. Can you describe a little bit about how large your team is?
2: Yeah, yeah, certainly. So the ACA has a full time staff of maybe nine or ten individuals, which is not very Mm. many for the the number of members and the number of things that we do. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm really fortunate to you know I I like all my coworkers. We jive well together. We're great at teamwork and accomplishing our goals together. And one of the ways that we have been making progress in that area, you know, being able to hire new staff and create new projects is through the work that we, that you and I do together. And in the education department, we apply for some funding from agencies like the U.S. Coast Guard or from other smaller grassroots grant agencies. And so one of the things that we do is we produce educational content and the staff all Kind of contribute to it and we talk about the things that we want to communicate to the public the things that we want to serve to our members and so for example one of the grants that we've written for the coast guard their primary interest is saving lives life jacket wear and trip preparedness and all of these critical things that help people have a fun and enjoyable and safe time while they're out paddling Mm -hmm. right and we have had the opportunity to partner with y'all for years now with different bits of animation and a kind of a continuity of these characters and of the things that they care about and the trips that they go on as a way to express um, how people can engage with this sport. And that's been a great time. And of course, with my staff developing it all together, I feel like our personalities are in it too.
1: Yeah, yeah Yeah, it definitely sounds like a very like open and collaborative process that you have with your team, which is something we jive with a lot (laughs) in all the work that we do. Absolutely. I'm curious if you run into any particular not necessarily barriers of entry, but sort of barriers maybe in knowledge or understanding of why animation might be the right medium to use for the particular type of education that you're trying to bring to your community. Are there any like challenges that you 've run into in sort of explaining the the need there?
2: Most well, certainly yeah, well, I think that in general, a lot of different barriers to to creating this resource or creating any resource really is sometimes just lack of understanding, right? You know, Mm -hmm. myself or, you know, my supervisor or or my teammates, you know, don't quite understand what this means or why it's valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, But then sometimes else you run into funding constraints, you know, certainly working at a nonprofit where a lot of our operational money comes from grants or comes from donations or comes from someplace else, you know, you have to make, you know, kind of cost benefit analysis, if you will, on where your money goes and how it can be best used. But I think that the beauty in in utilizing the services that y'all have provided to us, which, again, over the years have been progressive and have been so much fun, is that, let's say in the past, all we were able to do is share some photos or share a video that somebody took on an amateur camera, right, Mm -hmm. which is more cost effective, but you realize a month later that you made an error you know, or that you need to go back and reshoot some things or that you left out this thing. And that's, you know, ends up being twice as expensive, or you hope that your models that you used for your videos or your photos didn't get a haircut or didn't, you (laughs) you know, so that you can show the same person doing those same things. And then also, you know, animation is, is, Fun and it's colorful. And again, it's quicker to fix if you happen to find a, an error or two, but also right. it engages better with children and with families and, you know, with adults that this is all supposed to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. This does not have to be a strict classroom, you know, write an essay kind of thing, but people can learn <laughs> this way. And it's it doesn't exclude anybody because you don't have to be a certain color or size or height or body shape. Mm. You can represent everybody or they can see themselves in this fun little game or this fun video. And yeah, it's just fun. And it helps people understand these concepts just as well, if not better, as some of the previous methods that we've used in the past.
0: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Do you have any, and this is not in our question set, but um, (laughs) do you have any like data around that? I'm just curious if there's something that you're, Uh, measuring in terms of like, what kinds of things do you measure when you're figuring out if the education piece is working? And we can cut this if if you don't have that answer, but I'm just curious about it.
2: (laughs) I have some. Yeah. And Mm. I think that, so the most recent product that you and I worked on is an online course and it's animated and it teaches people how to plan for a kayaking
1: trip and what to do if you fall overboard and all these different things, right? <laughs> I was just going to mention, it could have been useful for Will at that time of going overboard.
0: <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back up. You're welcome. <laughs> appreciate that.
1: Right, Will, please go back and retake the online class, read all of the supplemental
2: <laughs> materials. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we have the opportunity now to measure the number of people who complete that class, right? And Mm -hmm. it has a couple of quiz questions built in and stuff. We can figure out which questions people answer incorrectly the most often. It kind of will show us Mm -hmm. trends, you know, in the industry or of the public that are taking this. Where Mm -hmm. is there an education gap, right? So that's fascinating Mm -hmm. to know. You've also produced some videos for us in the past. Of course, we can tell how many people have watched them more interacted mm. with them, which is really cool. Because in the past, let's say you put up a poster somewhere or a sign, you know, at a beach, if you're gonna go kayaking here, wear mm. your life jacket or don't do this, don't do that. It's really hard to measure the effectiveness of that. Um, and so just the advancement of technology in general allows us better right. data, you know, um, an analyzation of all of that to see how people engage with it, what they're missing, what they're loving. And so I don't have those numbers on me at the moment, but I think that generally speaking, we can tell that people live online these days and so mm-hmm. i hope to take advantage of that and educate them while they're here on the internet and hope that this inspires them to go turn off the phone or the computer for a little yeah. while and get on the water
1: yes yeah. that makes perfect sense as yeah. as two people here that always need to get out more often yeah <laughs> yeah i mean this
0: is uh, one of the reasons why we built the podcast too is because it got us out of like just out of staring, our computers at home yeah getting our our <laughs> Screens of course we're staring at you on a screen as well, so, <laughs> and the people here are also staring at us on a screen, but it does at least give us some some form of community outside of um, just staring at the work. I do have another question for you. so uh, we work with other nonprofits and we're sort of in the process of getting more nonprofits to work with us. How do we educate them before they get to our door so that they feel ready so that they feel a little bit more with when the ACA came to us they were they open arms, like took a leap of faith with us as as an organization. So what should other nonprofits know when approaching the medium, like animation, for example, or any any type of new communication that you're trying to do? What advice would you have for them?
2: I can admit when we first came to y'all, I, I didn't really know what I needed, but I knew I needed something different mm-hmm. than what I had. And that seems really cerebral and kind of out there <laughs> in space. But I think that you know, y'all having multiple conversations with me over the years, trying to explain to me what it is that you offer, showing some examples or taking, y'all have taken so much effort to learn about, you know, my industry, my work and what ACA does to speak to me in relevant terms as much as you possibly could. And you have never gotten Mm -hmm. frustrated, or at least you never (laughs) expressed your frustration to me when I didn't quite understand (laughs) what you were saying. And so I think that, in some nonprofits, you know, because they have been so monetarily constrained, they haven't looked at a lot of opportunities to do new things or certainly things they don't understand or certainly things that might cost more money than they're used to. And so doing your best to articulate what you can offer, but also asking them leading questions and trying to say, imagine this, if you used animation as a way to to communicate that. And I think also generally speaking, just telling people to like create a possibility in their mind they don't even need to know exactly what it is, but what is the harm in in asking and digging into that and doing some research and saying there is something out there that is perfect it just doesn't exist yet and and you all are remarkably talented and you've reached into you know every kind of tool or you find contractors for the stuff that you can't do yourself like you bring all the resources in and you've worked so closely with us to create things that we think are perfect and so, I would say to those other nonprofits is don't be afraid to take a chance and just ask all the questions you can ask for an example or go find an, an example of something you kind of like and just continue that dialogue because you're never going to find it if you don't look.
1: You know that you bring up such a great point because it for some reason, as you were talking, it reminded me of situations where people are going to buy a home for the first time. And when you go into the house, oh, I, I can't see beyond the paint color that's on the wall. And so I I can't possibly see what what this could look like as my own home. And so the realtor has to kind of explain like, oh, these are the possibilities of the home. And it it's just it's giving me a lot of a lot to think about here because I've never made that analogy before. But that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, one of the things that sticks into my mind, and this is something that our past guest Mike Connolly was talking about, is that animation is a weapon. He described it as a weapon, and I was like, oh. That's, that feels dangerous. (laughs) And so, but in another way, what you're kind of describing is using animation for the educational canon, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to spread all this education around, like you might as well do it in a fun and exciting way through this like crazy medium that maybe you don't understand fully and how it's made, but you can still utilize that weapon in a bunch of different ways. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. That's very true. In kind of exploring the same idea a little bit further, like... Maybe imagine with us the time when we first started working together. <laughs> um that Which very is a while first, ago, I think. It's been, Yeah, we were trying to debate. Yeah. I think it was at least maybe 7 or 8 or 9 years ago. I think ago. it was so
0: it was before we started Open Pixel. Correct. You've been sort of part of part Yeah, of you've our been part world. of our our yeah. journey
1: <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. But so kind of thinking back to that and knowing what you know now in this moment in time like, what do you wish you had known about animation or utilizing the medium of animation for all of the goals that you have for storytelling in a way?
2: Yeah, well, I think I would take some of my own advice that I just said to other nonprofits, <laughs> which is to have more willingness to to try and... Mm. um again, I, I'm not an artist in any fashion at all, but I think I remember several times I've like tried to sketch something out and sent you a photo, or I tried to find something online that was Mm -hmm. similar to what I wanted and sent you that, you know, and so it's just having more patience, I think. I mean, y'all work Mm -hmm. remarkably fast. I don't mean it in that context, but I mean patience in the process, you know, because we both Mm -hmm. have learned so much along the way, but a lot of people are a are afraid of things they don't understand and that fear stops them from progressing or they automatically get frustrated in the first week or two that they can't figure it out. You don't understand what they're saying and they give up and they're going to go someplace else, you know, or God forbid, they backtrack to something they do understand, but they can't measure the effectiveness or, you know, they have proven Mm -hmm. less than effective in the past. So I think that for us is just continuing to dream and continue to, Think of new possibilities or to take advice from y'all or from others who have seen something they liked or they have an imagination that's bigger than mine and Mm -hmm. just taking a moment to sit in that and to say it's possible. Because over the years, things have taken a long time, or I don't speak the same language. I am not a graphic designer. I'm not an animator. I don't, you know, I'm not a huge um, consumer of YouTube videos or of other things. Like me personally, my experience doesn't have to jive with y'all's for us to be a good pair.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a, a little think, yeah. That's a little profound. More <laughs> profound than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> ah, there you
1: go. <laughs> I'm curious how you went about the process of like finding animation as the medium that you were going to use to tell your product. What was it about going to sort of any animation studio versus like maybe one that hyper specialized in paddle safety as like as a thing? Like was that was that something that was a requirement for you, or were you just like we we need to explore? Like, what what sort of criteria did you look for in in searching for that type of work? Got you. So I think
2: way back in the day, we were looking to make educational videos, like YouTube videos for children, and so we looked at animation just as a better way to connect with them rather than hear kids watch these videos of adults. You know, it's hard to relate. <laughs> you know, you're not that strong or that tall or that whatever. Your mom won't let you do that thing. You know, whatever it is, right mm-hmm. and to the best of my knowledge, there wasn't anything like that available. Like I didn't know where else to look. I didn't even have an example. There weren't any caricatures or there weren't any pictures or anything that I found that struck me as what I wanted to use. And I think that I found three or four organizations or companies that did those kind of services, but the way that y'all communicated with me and some of my other coworkers at the time was just so friendly and welcoming and Mm -hmm you know, oriented on listening to what we needed, even when we weren't able to articulate all the things that we needed. (laughs) You know, and then of course, those products that you made those those many years ago, you know, those products being so well received, we stuck again for another year. And just the way that we have built this relationship amongst the three of us, or sometimes four or five, depending on how many other staff were involved, (laughs) you've just been impressed with all the way around. And, you know, you pick up the phone every time that we call and we schedule meetings to check in on various deliverables and you change things that we want changed and you explain to me things I don't understand. And, you know, I love the opportunity to write reviews or give feedback to y'all on how we're working together. And I love some of the like holiday gifts that you send. And I think of you all the time when I have (laughs) needs for new projects and it's just, it's been a great eight years and I'm not going to lie. I have not ever since we, have been working together. I have not done research on other providers. I've stuck with y'all the whole time. I didn't even bother looking at other places.
1: Oh, well, we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> likewise, we haven't looked for any other paddle sports types of I don't organizations
0: so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't because so. we know
1: this is the one, this yeah. is the one. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think there's, there's something to that, that idea of that relationship where like the level of sort of communication and openness, it, it goes both ways. It's a two-way street for sure. Like we've, we've learned so much over the years that we, like, I mean, when we started in animation, I wasn't anticipating to like, you know, teach kids how to paddle safely in the water through a video game. Like that's, that was a crazy concept to me, but it was amazing. And I think there's, there's something magical about having the ability on both sides to be able to like embrace education. As part of the process, because I think when when you come into it being like I I know everything, I've got this confidence level that like it, it just I think it takes away from the process a little bit. Mm. So coming in being like, yeah, we don't know anything about boating and paddling, so please teach us. <laughs> yeah, very little <laughs> made it yeah. made a huge difference. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm totally a better paddler today. Oh, definitely for all the courses, obviously that we've put together. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's it's been great.
2: I think the reason that we have worked so well together is because you know any business right y'all's mine all these things is is about that relationship and it's about belonging right so y'all mm-hmm. are welcoming of my ideas and i feel like my ideas are safe here you know um that y'all help me grow the thing i can't understand or i haven't tried yet and that kind of concept i would go into the public as well like you know aca this is a member based organization we want you to be a member mm-hmm. and feel like your concerns are are heard here that your voice is heard here, that your community engages here, that you can find the classes that you need here. that You can find a competition if, mm-hmm. if you want to race here. All of those kind of things is that it doesn't matter what state you're from or what country you're from, that we offer something that you like and that you find others that are like-minded, you know, and so that we meet your needs in all those same kind of ways. And I think y'all embody that exact same concept the way that you do in the industry in which you work. And so I think that's why we get along. We, we kind of do the same thing, even though they seem remote
1: different um, on the surface. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, we really appreciate that. So I think there's there's a question here around like, you know, how do you want people to engage and plug into ACA and get involved and get learning, right? Especially so, from the
0: education side. Just to give you a sense of people who are listening, there, it's not just in America, it's it's people in Brazil, it's people in Laos, it's people yeah, in all Australia. All over the world. Like we we have a sort of a larger audience now. I, I didn't realize that until I looked uh, a couple of days ago. Started seeing <laughs> on that side of measuring things. Yeah, there's things, folks yeah. in Florida. There's folks in Montana. There's folks in uh, Oregon. So there, yeah. there are shout places. Shout out to that, all of you. Shout out to all of you for listening. <laughs> but you know you guys want to get outside and do our doorsy stuff. So mm-hmm. this is a great organization. Tell us more about the ACA and how how people can get involved.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean our website is AmericanCanoe.org. It's pretty darn simple, but just like the online paddling safety class that we've developed together, there's a lot of stuff on our website that is absolutely free. Like try it on and see if you mm-hmm. like it, and take a look at the different videos, the different comments that we perhaps have on our social ACA Paddle Sports. If you want to see what other people have to say, see the programs that you know that we're putting on, and it's about it's about the people. You know, it's these relationships, mm-hmm. just like we were talking about. You can see yourself in the people who are racing. You can see yourself in the people who are going on these expeditions that are organizing cleanups of their local river, you know, and having a great time doing it. So if you have any questions at all, you can contact us right off the website or send us a message on on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. We're a small staff, but we are mighty and we are people people. We wanna talk to you (laughs) and and see where it is you might fit into the community or create a brand new space if you can't find one you like yet.
1: Mm, That's Awesome. awesome. awesome, yeah. Well, thank you so much. We really, we really appreciate both the kind words that go both ways. Yeah, and and especially taking your time to uh, talk to us, communicate yeah. with us,
0: and doing and, this three times. And doing, I <laughs> just gotta tell our audience here, we've done this three times now. Mm-hmm. Um, so each better than the patience. last, though. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> so yes, I think we'll. We'll close it off there, yeah. but thank you so much for your time, uh, <laughs> and your, your, effort. Thank your you multiple so times, your effort. your effort, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just for being here with us and, and for always, you know, just being such an awesome partner because yeah. we, we love working with you every time. So, every time. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. it is mutual. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. All right. See ya. Back at the beginning.
0: Here we go. Just for our audience to understand what's <laughs> happening right now. We've tried doing this three times and we're, we're here. We're,
2: we're doing it.